Oh my God. Mike is back. Mike is back. Hey. Did you miss me? No, I didn't. Although I enjoyed oh. the show on Thursday. Uh, it was short. It, it was like, what, 12, 13 minutes. And you were like, I don't have that other asshole to keep me going. So fucking. Well, there's no, I got, I, I didn't want to do it. I just didn't want it to stay in the flow. You got to stay right. in the flow. If you don't stay That's in the right. flow, then you stop. Then all of a sudden you stop doing it. It's very easy yeah. to stop doing podcasts and we don't want to stop doing podcasts, but I will say this week was nothing, uh, nothing amazing happened, but, uh, let me, let me just sort of kick off. Uh, let me just do a little rundown. We can chat about it as we go. So it was, there was going into the week. There was a lot of storylines, right? We were felt excited. Like it was going to be dope. Yeah. But we then it, got then it, left. Yeah. We got let down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a letdown. So, um, Let's sort of start. Let's sort of preamble, right? Preamble is all the all the big teams are coming off the Champions League, um, you know. So there's there's a lot of midweek stuff that usually kind of contributes to teams playing badly. So just a reminder: Chelsea had a nil nil with Sevilla. Um, uh, Man United had a big win versus PSG. Uh, City beat Porto three one. Liverpool got by on another heroic game without Van Dyke one uh, nil versus Ajax. Who, by the way, Ajax won thirteen nil this weekend. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. And I'm always forgetting a team of ours. We have four. <laughs> Liverpool. My my team. No, I said Porto. Liverpool, City. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea and City. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. They all won, but they had played between. Tuesday and Wednesday, so they were. And the other the other thing is the three teams: Tottenham, City, uh, Leicester City, I should say, and Arsenal had to play Played on Thursday. The th they put on Thursday, and the thing about that is, I think Spurs were home. I think the other two teams might have been away. You have to go to like fucking land of fire and play who gives a shit, and then fly <laughs> back and play on Sunday, right? Yeah. So, so, so that's so one yeah, of the, the narratives games, that's flying in these games. And then I think before I go into the rundown, I have I have some some little thoughts here that. Kind of can account for some of the things that are specifically going on with my team, but in general, I think sports don't want to do this because it's not fun. But if living through COVID sucks just for normal people, it sucks for players. Like they're not sharp; they don't they don't want to be flying around and dealing with all this bullshit. So it makes sense a little bit that stuff's weird, right? Because it's weird for everyone. Right. So on top of all the things that are weird, a condensed schedule, guys flying around, uh, things not being normal. Uh, they're not allowed to do what they want. They're not allowed to no have parties, parties with hookers. All the par hooker parties are out, you know, like yeah. Wayne Rooney can't bang grandmas anymore. Uh, Ronaldo famously five at a time. You know, these guys, they may not drink. They might be, take care of their bodies, but they're having sex with hookers like rabbits. So all that stuff's changing. They got to stick with their families and do their social media stuff. Uh, so everything's off. And then one thing I thought about with, uh, with two coaches, your coach and my coach, Mourinho's a little bit, a little while ago, but mine recently, Mourinho started going South and getting weird when his dad died and COVID took Pep's mom. These are like outside things that you're not supposed to talk about, but maybe football doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. The idea is that these, these athletes that we watch every week, they, they're the shirt and they're the team and all that stuff, but they're not people. Right. And so right. you're kind of seeing what was it? I mean, Marcus Rashford is literally arguing with not was is it Boris Johnson, like the prime minister of yeah, England? Over over feeding kids at school. Feeding children. Yeah. Like, like, like he's hey, taking hey, on hey, such take, a, a take, role. Take take some public opinion and just go with the football player on this. It's right. easy, right? Like yeah, yeah. This is the easiest win you can dunk on. 
but, but they just but no, no, point, don't do it anyway. Yeah, right, right. No, <laughs> fuck that. But to your point, right? Like you've got Marcus Rashford doing that. Harry Kane sponsored a team. He spot like the, the shirt sponsor is Leighton yeah. Orient. He he said something something about like first responders or like uh, hospital workers or something like that. Harry Kane paid for it just to make sure that these teams are staying afloat. It's it's unlike everything you've seen in America because it's real. It's much hardcore than everything. It's here. much more hardcore, but it's it's much more life and death from a business perspective, right? We went over this oh, last week or the week before, but yeah, that's that's exactly where they're at right now, right? right? Like so Harry Kane's helping out so that they stay afloat. Right. So in that, in that backdrop, we're going to go through the, so, so we had crazy scores. We're going to talk about where the table is, but let me just, let's just go through the games just to sort of get through them. And I'm going to go through the order that I kind of did the running order for. So the big match week when we did our preview on Thursday, was going to be Chelsea versus Man U. Chelsea had been giving up goals after the three, three, not last, last week where they, where they were up to two. They had the nil nil versus Sevilla. They should have been beating Sevilla at home. That's weird. And they have another nil-nil with Man U. Manchester United were coming off a tough week, but they pulled it out against, God, I already want to say Newcastle. And then they pull it, they have a good win versus PSG, where they play to their instinct, which is sitting back, defending, and hitting teams on the break. So against PSG, they played McTominay and Fred. But this game was like both teams are focused on defense. They'll take the nil-nils and move on. From a perspective of just watching from a neutral, yo, Oh, that was terrible. Mendy in goal is good. <laughs> oh, he, no, you're right. Actually, no, he was far and away man of the match, right? Like, and and in a couple of way, a couple of different instances, he saved a point for Chelsea. Or, or he was just competent. When you like, it's it's like the uh, yeah. it's like the uh, the shortstop after Derek Jeter was looked like the greatest shortstop of all time because Jeter was a phenomenal shortstop. I don't want to hear it. And you're you're fucking no, Jeter. Right, I, I I lost it. I forgot his name, but. He made people go, oh, wow, shortstops who can field are really good. Right, it really right. makes a difference, well, right? I think, no, I think no, you're on the Jeter was 39. I get it. <laughs> the, first, the first save he made with Rashford on a break, right? And he was, he was came. Oh, the, the, the kick save. Yeah, it was a very good save. But it's a save that if that goes no in, way you're like, Kepa, oh, you should have had No that way Kepa makes that save. And, but that's Zero. the other thing, right? Yeah, so right. like that's one where Chelsea fans are getting used to seeing that getting going in. Right. And they're pissed off every time. It's like, well, that's a save you And this is a stat thing, right? Shots to his save percentage. Kepa's save percentage was like 52%. That's like Claudio Bravo range. And let Mm -hmm. me tell you, as a person who had Claudio Bravo as a keeper, it felt like every shot went in. It's like, (laughs) could you just make a fucking save? Like, help us out. Like, I don't expect you to make every breakaway save, but help us win a game and don't be the reason we lost it, right? And if all of a sudden they have a... What good keepers are, they're more in like the 65 to 72 range, save percentage. If all of a sudden 20% more shots are being saved, all of a sudden, what happens? Chelsea has two, three clean sheets in a row. Oh, yeah. Just from a keeper. These these things, they do things that happen that you're not used to doing. Uh, nothing really amazing went on here. I think United will feel hard done, but like we said, Mendy made saves. Aside, and Chelsea will have the... Uh, Maguire headlocked uh, Aspilicueta on a corner and, and got away we, with it. No problem. Every week, the, the only consistency in VAR is inconsistency, right? Like, yeah, we don't know where it's going to show up this week or when? where it's not going to show up in this case. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sitting there actively rooting against Chelsea or, or I guess should should have been for the draw, but I like to see them lose. And when that happens, even I was like kind of red-faced and I went, ooh, that's, uh, that should have been a penalty. Right. <laughs> you know? And the other, one, the other one is like, it's like press your luck. It's the little fucking whack-a-mole. It's like, hey, hey, look, it's VAR. We're here. We're going to yeah. take this offside away. Right. Hey, listen, 
I don't love Liverpool at all. They should have won that Everton game. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like that was completely random. No one can tell me where the offside was ever. It's just, it happened. Or for me with, with, I can't even, I don't want VAR. In fact, I'm now coming around to, I don't want replays in any sports. Well, I think, and this is not my idea. I think Mike Greenberg from ESPN had this originally, and it's not about soccer. It's about any sport. If you, you basically, you get to look at the play again three times, three times. And if you can't tell after those three times, whether it's definitively not what you called on the field, you don't fucking change it. You keep going. In regular on. speed. In regular speed. No, I'll give you one slow-mo and two regular speed. Your yeah, choice. I, well, it yeah. doesn't matter. If but it even takes still, right? more than 20 the seconds, then it's not an obvious, right? The whole thing of like, now the clear and obvious language got mixed up with the fans in VAR, but it should be obvious that there's a mistake, right? Like it just, it, oh, that was bad. Fine. Keep going. Anyway, we'll, we'll go into some other ones. So uh, the other game that I was following, of course, I got up at four o'clock in the morning for this and I'm very oh. angry that I did. Uh, City, just the same, just more of the, uh, I was listening to a podcast and they called City are playing like a Manchester City tribute band. It's the same movements, <laughs> but they're wearing the wigs. And it's not the same. It's like, right. it's like that weird Asian guy who sings for Journey. Like, where's the band? Like, what's happening here? They're older, so, they're fatter. <laughs> no, they're not even that. They're just I like, know, it's not the band. It's some other guy. Right. So, yes, there are five or six guys from the 18 months ago City team that won the league, but it's not the same. There are things that aren't happening. West Ham were good. They were fine. They got an amazing goal from uh, Mikel Antonio, again, who's just like saving their ass. You've been singing his praises. Uh, it was a back-to-goal, oh, guy. four guys around him. Ball comes in, takes it off his chest, and just flips the ball over. As a, not, a full, not a full scissor kick, but just like a – it, fall down it, it looks like like the best player you would play with on in like a Sunday league yeah. who never really went anywhere but did something cool and yeah. you're like oh shit that was kind of cool that yeah. level but but now the to to critique city on that they shouldn't have let the cross come in and maybe you know Diaz wasn't really ready for like oh shit this guy's fucking big and strong uh, I'm used to being the biggest guy in the league praise to Moyes Moyes has got West Ham playing well they would have never expected like I think if we go back to the first episode, we were like, is West Ham going to win a game until mid-November? Well, and, and that's they, what Jesse said when we had him on a right, couple weeks ago. Right. He said, he if we get yeah. through November, with it's possible we could get zero points. He was saying that on Twitter uh, last weekend, and he was like, we have eight. I can't fucking believe that. That's great. We got eight from Wolves, uh, City. Wolves, City, Spurs. Yeah, and a couple of the games. Le Leicester, they kicked and the Leicester. shit out of Leicester. They kicked the shit out of Leicester, right? So they're in good shape. It's very weird. Um, City fans, this is not this is our new normal, and there's a large conversation to have versus Pep. I was in on Pep out early. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. now it's not. Now it's kind of like it's seeping into the air. Like, what is happening? Is right. he going to stay? Does he want to stay? So he's got his contract up in the air. It's a little bit weird. Uh, and, you know, I don't – and City are somehow living on, oh, they're the best team. We're not the best – it's not the best team. It's yeah. something not near the best team. It's something well, else. I don't know let what me, it is. Let me take it for a sec because I think that's the problem. No, it's not the problem. It's actually – it's a feature, not a bug, right? Like, yeah. We're looking at the table right now, and we're looking at the, the six weeks in, and we don't know anything about any good teams, right? We, we like to think that Everton's a great 
fun story who's going to fade, but are, are they? Is Liverpool, like, they're the name brand, they're the title holders. They're this, technically, we're going to get you know, to them. They're still good. Yeah, but they don't have – well, Allison came back. But like we said numerous times, it's all Van Dyke. It's all Van Dyke. Well, guess who's not coming back this year, right? So um, they're going to get tested beyond, beyond, you know, they ever thought. Yeah, but they but, – so, so they, 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 that goes into us. But the narrative, right, like the, 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 the whole Liverpool thing of this like plucky, heroic team oh, surviving without their leader to the point that fucking Memphis Depay, who's, who's Van Dyke's te- teammate – did a shirt of like hang in there big verge our captain to to like like he's yeah. dead i'm like dude he blew his acl he's not fucking jesus for christ's yeah. sake so liverpool are playing but, like like they're the fucking 12 apostles and but when, they, they when he comes back when he comes back he's gonna be jesus <laughs> well i they're mean gonna he may not be, lose it he may not be good you don't know it doesn't he's, matter it doesn't matter that first game back it is going to be like yeah. the Beatles returning to Liverpool. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, so but yeah, there's no, there's no pack leader, right? Like usually, yeah. and I went back and I looked at five years in the premier league. One of the cool things about the premier league website is you can go look at any week from this, this past five, six, seven seasons. However, long oh, they you have want. that. Oh, I yeah, was yeah. looking at FB ref. I didn't know they had it that. Yeah. But though. so you can go based on date and look at the table. Right. So I did. And like, generally speaking, the table at the top four level, at least resembled uh, mostly what it looked like. 38 yeah. games in, right? You know, at the end of yeah. the season. So, but right now, and obviously we don't know how this this movie ends, but Aston Villa certainly isn't going to finish third. Is Everton going to finish first? United, City, Arsenal, and Chelsea all in the bottom half of the table. Dude, not fourth, it, not fifth, I, not seventh. I, I think it. I think it's. I think it's Liverpool, and, I, and I'll give my reasons why. They're sharp still, right? The balls still fly around. Like the thing that I noticed that's bad, that that's not there with City and not there with Liverpool and not there with Arsenal and not there with Chelsea. Chelsea sometimes made for a half. The ball moving. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Into the box. Oh, why is he free? Because they've been playing passes that you couldn't keep up with them. Soccer at the highest level is about speed of thought and speed of movement, right? Liverpool going forward, the ball still moves. And it gets onto Salah, and you're like, oh, shit, fuck, there he is. And you realize you haven't breathed for 40 seconds. You're like, I'm going to hit the post. Oh, fucking shit. But uh, I thought Sheffield were actually good, and the problems Liverpool are going to have are still there, right? Like, defensively, they still have a, they still have a Trent Alexander-Arnold problem. Once or twice a game, he's literally spinning he's around, yeah. wondering where the guy he's supposed to mark is. <laughs> but just, he also it, it, puts in seven crosses that are like, how the fuck did he do that? I was a wizard with it, but I think that um, they won the game two to one. It felt like they they was I mean looking at Liverpool and watching them the last few years, it felt like a game where they end up winning four one, and you sort of forget that they were losing. Oh no, they would have won two nil, three nil. Right, right, fine. But right. like they were losing early in this game, and again, right. everybody for a second went, "Oh shit!" Yeah, yeah. Well, right. They had so, a really like Sheffield had could have been up too easy. easy. Absolutely. So yeah. and and you're right. Right, Liverpool of the teams in the current states of where they are, they're Liverpool the is the most likely to be very close. Like they're like tied for, for first. In like the, Fabinho in the can give them eighty percent, and they'll play. What'll happen is Fabinho can give them eighty percent, and they still have their company. They still have Henderson. They still have their Englishness. They still have Milner. They still mm-hmm. have guys that are like. This is fucking England. This fucking game matters, and I will punch you in the face <laughs> to win this game. Now, on right. the flip side, 
Sheffield only has those guys. You can't only have Englishmen. Yeah. And Burnley only has those guys, right? So you need the mix, but you've got to have that identity. And Liverpool have it. So I think they'll be okay. And then going into Leicester Arsenal, also a weird Arsenal, you could almost say the same thing, the same kind of problems that that City have, where it's just like when teams sit in deep and they're just passing the ball around. And they had chances. I don't know what Arteta was doing. Aubameyang was on the wrong side the whole game. Well, so it's funny you mentioned him. I was going to say, has Arteta ruined Aubameyang? Because (laughs) he's 70. I I saw a stat. He's roughly, he's like 70th in shots per game. Well, they're playing defensively right now. These teams that are these attacking Guardiola principal teams, they're so afraid of getting hit on the counterattack mm-hmm. that they're playing two defensive midfielders because their defenses aren't good enough. Which, I mean, if you're playing Leicester, right, they, re-def- they, they are the counterattack, right, yeah. even without Vardy on the field. But, well, not, not normally, but, but Rodgers is an adaptive manager, which is something right. Pep's not, and neither is Arteta. Rodgers is like, you know what? We're going to sit tight. I got a half hour of Vardy. He scored 47,000 goals versus Arsenal. The second I bring him on, we're going to click. He went no striker <laughs> yeah. because Iheanacho had played on Thursday. And literally, David Lee's co- goes off. Vardy comes on. Mustafi comes in. Mustafi fucks up. Vardy scores. It literally happened like, bing, bing, bong, bong. And you're like, oh, that's Arsenal. Yeah, okay. So yeah, as, much as, as much as Arteta has changed mentality – it's still the same players, right? Mm-hmm. It's still Mustafi. It's still they're still strangely missing a creative midfielder. Hmm. There's a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar a week hole in their pocket. Yeah, I I get I get why, but is it because he tweets about China? Is that why? No, I because he if you ever you've watched you've watched Ozil I know play. I'm kidding. He literally walks around the whole game. Yeah, he does. And like he's like oh there he goes. <laughs> He's like Perlo. He's like late, late episode Perlos, but playing at the number ten, which is like, ooh, yeah. yeah. There's not someone. You're not supposed to do that. So and it's Arsenal's, so weird to have the rest of that attacking band literally zooming around Pepe and Saka and Aubameyang and Lacazette, and they're all like s- sprinting down the wings. And he's like, all right, okay, I guess I'll I'll jog a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, he's probably not going to play. But I think Arsenal are still going to have the same problem unless they don't play Mustafi because Mustafi literally let Jamie Vardy run past him. The only person who was going to score a goal in that game. He stood there. The line was up. Mustafi was ahead of the line for some reason and let Vardy in behind him. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> it was incredible. But narrative, of course, now is that, you know, uh, a black player gets his money and now is lazy and not scoring goals. You can say that doesn't happen. It fucking happens. So, <laughs> no, and I wasn't saying anything about him specifically. What I was saying was how Arteta is utilizing him. Well, I think they've had tough games. You know, they had Liverpool already, they had City already. So maybe I mean, you when think they he'll get some shots, that's all I'm saying, right? I'm, I'm not I, saying he's got to score. He's, he's, if he's not listen, getting the ball, who the fuck is getting the ball? Yeah. If right? he doesn't score 15 to 25 goals, they're in trouble. So he's right. got to get there. But, you know, Arsenal fans are getting salty. They don't have the players yet. Right. Uh, and speaking of Englishness, Burnley played uh, oh. just the most gorgeous shithousery scumfuck football you've ever seen. It was, I was watching. I was it watching was, that today. It was it special. Me. It really was good. <laughs> we won on a, on honestly, and it was a great Harry Kane performance. But and I'll get to that in a second. Like 
I just was so frustrated watching that game. And I thought about how uh, watching a game like this to the uninitiated is like, soccer fucking sucks, dude. Why would I? I'm like, yeah, no, you know what? I can't even argue that for a second. And then I started to think about it. I'm like, if you think about it more and all the bubbling frustration from 70 minutes of doing fuck all and then having your striker head a ball out of your own goal on the goal line to save your ass. I forgot about that. That was awesome. That was fucking awesome. Like, clearance at the death there for harry but not only that go down it, it, and then the, the, going on. the thought though like the pre-thought like he sees the ball come in it goes over his head and he drops to the line where there's already three he guys goes, this I mean, is where the ball's going just so good so oh, good so wonderful and then and then you know what 10 minutes later Amazing. on a corner kick at the other end he makes another heads up play he doesn't try to put it on net he just flicks it to an area and who's there is sunny because right. you know who's always there right sunny He's yeah, exactly. always in that spot. Like that's where he lives. Yeah. So so you go from that and, and then more philosophically, right? Like I'm just I'm hating myself for spending this much time on this fucking game. And then oh my God, euphoria, right? So yeah. for, for 75 minutes of that game, I sat there arguing with the imaginary friend that I have next to me who hates soccer and is like, see, this fucking sport blows, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you spending all your time? The thing on? is though, it was it, it, from a Burnley perspective, like it was good. Like, that's what they wanted to no, do. That was they literally started the game, smashed Aldevaro in the face. Yep. He got scared or was like, I don't feel like getting punched in the face again. Well, that or face, I'm a little concussed and my, I can't see out of my right eye because it's another, – Another option. So the defense drops off. Essentially, every long ball into, into Wood and, 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 and Barnes is now – they head it down and kick it out. Like, they're doing everything they want to do. You guys have great midfielders who can play the ball. How about I just skip them and yeah. just kick it over to the other guys? The, the weird part was <laughs> we were doing that too. And like you've seen Spurs do this a hundred times, right? But like they're all Yeah, but Dumbale and Dembele was good. Dembele, yeah. He was moving. He was oh, trying. No, he's great. Stuff. But like I could count 10, 15 times where Dyer and, and Alderweireld just popped it over the top. And I'm like, guys, Fine. there's there's eight of them back there. Can we can we try something and they're the big. fuck else? And you know what? I don't care. I fucking love James Tarkovsky. I knew you were I love that. him so much. His big fucking Polish English head. He's I love Harry him. Maguire in disguise. Oh, he's better than Harry Maguire. He's better looking. <laughs> now, does Burnley make guys look good? I don't know. But give me fucking Dunk and Tarkovsky twice on Sunday, and f- I'll find someone else to play the ball out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You're not scoring on me. I'll no, kill you. and I and that was that was exactly <laughs> it. But so now you have all these results where teams have dropped points. The table looks like it but does. Spurs blah, got blah, blah. a big win. That's a big Spurs win. Needed that fucking win. Everybody and their mother was like, "The smart money's on a draw because they're just not gonna. They might give up a goal, but they're not gonna fucking. They're gonna you know they're what gonna though? Shit and you have to. You know it. Mourinho fucking loves this game. He's wandering around the fucking locker room with his hands on his crotch, going, "Yeah, big fucking balls." That is. How fuck you? He wants to go to the press conference to go, Spursy, this bitches. <laughs> How about that for Spursy? Fuck you. No team of mine is Spursy. How about this for Spursy, though? They would be <laughs> top of the table if they, if they hadn't shit their game. pants last week. Against yeah, but West you know Ham. what? Their XG, their goals against, like, they're, they're they're, this good. is real. This is they're real, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're looking good. Speaking of people that did look good, uh, my guy, the Hassan Hoodle experience, yeah. is on the move. They fucking killed, they killed Everton. They weren't even at the races. So Everton, no depth, man. They have no depth. So they didn't have Coleman. They had to play a center back who's 20 years old from the championship at, at, at right back. 
and it showed. So, you know, Ings is really good. Che Adams is getting really good. Your boy, James Ward-Prowse, the best uh, middle-class player in the league, scored a goal, and they move on. Like, they get the win on the road, and Everton, still top of the league. It sucks that they lost, and they lose Dinya for three games, who stomped on a dude's ankle. Yeah, on, on that Walker was pretty Pierce's, aggressive. On Walker Peters' ankle. Yeah. He was behind him. I, it's a weird one where, like, the press is like, that's a red every day twice on Sunday. And all the players are like, that's within the flow. That He didn't mean to do that. I'm like, right. he pressed, like, on his yeah, ankle yeah. badly. You're like, ooh. That, so that yeah. And that's one of those painful. where I'm like, I'm a baby. I'm like, don't show me that in slow motion, please. That's gross. Um, anyway, my guy, Hasenhudel. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, and they're, is, they're is, seventh right now. Is he They've Pasticino got 10 points. Is, is this guy's, all the great managers, they come from Southampton. All, all the great players too, right? Like, um, yeah, no. I <laughs> all think of Liverpool. They, yeah, right, exactly. I think, um, I think they've been great. And, and that's another one where you're like, can they press on for a European spot this year? I don't fucking know. Like, I have no idea what's going to no happen. No idea. The difference though that, like, and you have to take a seat and go, okay, hold on, hold on. There is only been six weeks played. There is only three points separating seventh place Southampton or it's sixth place five, Leeds. It's five points between first and 15th. Right. Exactly. I was going to say 15th place, Man United, there's three, right? 10 and seven. So, so yeah, as much as you want to say, Oh, this shit's crazy. The thing, again, looking back at previous year's tables, um, when Ch- Chelsea won the second time after the, after the last year, right? The Conte one. Um, the Conte one, they went on a run of what? Like 15, 15, they set in, a record, a row. 15 yeah. in a row. At this stage, they were like fifth, sixth, right? They yeah. were just starting to heat up, and you're they, like, oh, they fuck, went, they went, Chelsea. they went from a from a four to a three with the wing backs, and nobody had seen that in like ten years. They're like, oh, uh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the thing, right? Like, like somebody's gonna about to get really, really fucking hot, and it could be City, it could be United, it could be Arsenal, it could be Spurs, it could be Leeds, <laughs> it could be Leeds, <laughs> who right? uh, who take out our guys, my boy Jack's uh, Villa. They were undefeated at the time. This was the Friday night game. Leeds were incredible in this game. They fucking – this is one of these games, like, go on Peacock and just watch it because yeah. you'll be like, oh, this is how it's done. So the same thing that happened in the first game. Anytime the ball turned over, the entirety of the Leeds offense took off doing fly routes. They were just gone. <laughs> and uh, now, weirdly, Patrick Bamford got a hat trick in this game late in the second half. So at the, at the break, it was nil-nil, one-something, one very close. And then in the back half of the game, yeah, Leeds it scored was tons of goals. They got a hat trick. But Leeds had 27 shots on goal, which is a lot. Um, uh, and, <laughs> like, and that's Villa a lot had, for hockey, right? Yeah, like- <laughs> Villa, 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 Villa had good chances as well, but this was a really entertaining game, a really fun game. And uh, I, I would say this was Leeds' best performance. But – Bamford missed four open goals, uh, like just, and he had a hat trick. So, and some of his goals late were one of the, the last goal is really good into the box, tiptoes around three guys, no backlift, top bins quality. I mean, really, really good stuff. So that's worth a go. That's worth a rewatch if you are insane and want to watch uh, an old game. <laughs> Might be. I do things like that because I'm a. But weirdo. like, that's actually where I think NBC's done a good job where like um, they have like the 10 minute. Uh, oh, those are fantastic like, on YouTube. Right? Like, so fantastic. it's not like it's not just the highlights. It's not like oh, every goal is happening here. It's like here's the build up. Here's a minute before that goal. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, oh, and then you can fuck, go back. That was an and, awesome. Then you can go back if you want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 
But for you bad know what minutes to pay attention. You know what's really bad? You know it's a bad game when there's a 10-minute highlight and they show a yellow card. You're like, <laughs> you know what? Not- you know what? They would probably do that at least twice from this weekend. United, Chelsea, and Spurs, Burnley. Yeah, there's not 10 minutes of highlights between the two games. No, okay? no, no. Uh, Fulham Palace, this is a, a Zaha game. Fulham, oh, the only reason they'll bring it up is because Fulham's going down. Um, you know. And then the other question is, Zaha was supposed to go to your team. He left for United a long time ago from Crystal Palace. Now he's back. He's now at the point where he's just like, should I leave? It would be his team forever. It's, it's interesting. A, I think the bigger question is, does anybody want him anymore? I don't I, think so. He's too where old. Where is he going to go? Yeah, I... I, I I imagine he would go somewhere in like Spain or something. He just feels like a Spanish winger at this point, right? Like for Delefeo. fucking, he's black Delafeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> not not necessarily for like Bart, but like for Valencia or something like that, right? Yeah, um, and and does really well. And people are like, oh my god, who's Zaha? I'm like, you know what? Here's been the doing thing. that in Premier League for a long Maybe time. Maybe he just really fucking likes living in London and nobody giving a fuck about any expectations. No, he, he was has. supposed to go to Everton. He was supposed to go to Arsenal. Spurs. He was supposed to go everywhere. He just yeah. ne- they never let him go because no one paid the fee. Right, exactly. And then at some point he was like, eh, I'm kind of the guy on a meh team, and uh, I kind of get paid a shit ton and do whatever the fuck I want. Like that's kind of going back to what you were saying earlier, right? Like maybe the ambitions of everybody aren't the same as what we always kind of think that they are, right? Like, yeah, maybe I think just like, it depends on the guy, I live right? in West London, and I fucking love my life. Well, it's it's South South London. Uh, South London, yeah. It's right. like it's kind of well, he could live in West London. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's still far though. It's a weird city. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have Wolves, Newcastle. I didn't this. I watch. I don't know why I watched some of this. God bless you. I, was, I did less homework this week than I. It uh, it was okay. I mean, Jimenez's goal was really cool. It was a set piece. He's in the wall, like getting ready for the header, and then he peels out to the edge of the box, like you know what? I'm gonna sit this one out. Pops to him, bang, and they hit him. Nice. Yeah, yeah, a really good goal. But and then Newcastle got one late, didn't they? On a free kick by a guy who has who hasn't scored a goal in like fourteen years, like ah, he should never one. be never be taking free kicks. It was random. Goalkeeper Patricio could have got it, kind of oh, like under him. It felt him. a little uncomfortable. Like somebody could have saved this. And then I'm worried. I'm worried about Brighton now. It's official. Yeah, they're flirting. I'm worried about them because too many results going against you. And you're playing yeah. one way, and you're just like, oh, this is fucking, why can't we score? We're supposed to be scoring. Like, why aren't we scoring? So I did a deep dive on this. I went into FB Ref, and I recognized they have, like, a top four goal. They should be winning, and their goalkeepers only saved, like, 50% of their shots. <laughs> so maybe I'm either, either they're giving up really good chances, and it's a small sample size, or maybe they just have a bad keeper. Maybe he's kept it in disguise. That's not he good. He might be kept in disguise. Oh, boy. Well, the other good news for them, though, right, is like there's three they, teams. They got to beat. With one point. You got to beat West Brom. Yeah, yeah, But the, And that's, like we said in the preview, I think that we could look back and say that that was a potential, you know, yeah. um, Six relegation six-pointer. Yeah. But I think, I think that they're going to be okay because – they're like they could come in 16th or 17th yeah pretty yeah. easily right yeah. like it's not going to be very i mean fulham has one point miraculously i that's i'm looking at the table i was like they don't have any oh they somebody get somebody drew with them right yeah um burnley is burnley they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna a find a way they'll, they'll find. find a way but they west brown i think drops below yeah where, they didn't sign it they're not good right so so 
and, and then it, what it becomes down to is you have to be better really than three teams. Brighton. Yeah, it's well, yeah, but it's I think it's a two horse race. It's a three horse race for two spots right now. It's it's Brighton, West Brom, and Sheffield United for those two last relegation spots, right? So, yeah. um, do we both like Brighton to to come out of that? Of course, but. It could go wrong. How many times do you look at like the missed opportunities tell the story of a season, right? I mean, you hear it at the yeah. top of the table, but it's even more pronounced at the bottom. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, see, it, but it just seems like one. Mope misses a, sh- a chance like every time. You're like, what the fuck, dude? They're he's, setting, they're making chances. Like, I just was watching the game thinking, why wouldn't somebody like, if I like, and not that guys don't want to do this, but like, if they had someone like Cavani, they'd be awesome. <laughs> right, 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 right. Not that Cavani would ever want to play there or whatever, but hey, Brighton's nice. If there's a nice part in England, it's, it's Brighton. A beautiful stadium. And it's a nice town. I've actually been there. It's really oh. nice. Oh, okay. yes. All right, nice. Um, no, I, I, that's like, the thing I was about to say. They're like not going to get – like Cavani's not walking through that door, I know, right? I so, know, I know. so the, the Neil Ball pays you, – yeah. you, you live and die with By the them. way, it literally is like having a team in a town in a Jersey Shore. It's like if Idlewild had a team. All right. All right. <laughs> Without the douchebags, I suppose. Right? Replace douchebags with gays. That's, that's, signif- that's a significant upgrade. <laughs> that is yeah, high it, watermarks it is the, on the douchebags. It's the gay, gay capital of – Gays of are fun. Gays can drink. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting good it. people. They're, and they like soccer. They're in. Uh, yeah. Um, I, and you, ha- you have, you, I mean, I guess as we were going through this, we were just kind of like talking about a little bit about taking chances, a little bit about teams, not finish things and finishing things off focus. Again, I feel like this is all COVID shit and just teams are all discombobulated. They're playing more games. They're playing condensed schedules. It's going to be a weird season. I think like you're going to hear it here first. Some weird team is going to win. <laughs> it might end up being Liverpool. But if it's if not it Liverpool, I bet on some – if Leeds win the leagues, wins the league, they will set Leeds on fire. Bielsa's going to drink himself to death. That's a guarantee. I don't think he's a drinker. He's a, he's a guy who reads books. He's like from an intellectual family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he wins the Premier League, he may not drink. He's going to drink that night. right? Like- he might, and he might just leave. And he'll just leave. He's like oh, one yeah, of those 100%. guys. He'll be like, I'm done. The fuck else do you want me to do now? Yeah, he's 65. Or you want me to come in 14th next year? I'm out yeah, of here. with a bad back, and he sits on yeah, yeah. fucking garbage cans. And I think, yeah, he, he, he's, he's ready to leave. No, um, I did my spiel. I think the only thing I wanted to chime in on City was, like, I think, I think the cover band joke nails it, right? Because yeah. how many times have you seen Raheem Sterling come in okay. twice at the end of a game? And even Mares at the death there, none of those balls go in the net. Like, that was what's weird to me, right? Like, City just here, – here, When the they bite, flash. you feel it, and they, they just they, – they're biting, but it, it's not making a mark My guy, yet this year. You need a striker. <laughs> like, City – I mean, I, I'm sort of not really realizing how fast time is passing by. City haven't bought a new striker since, since Gabriel. Jesus. But he's like 23. Yeah, but that was four years ago. So what? They haven't gotten a new one. Old. Right, they, but you, you guys gotta bring fucking, in guys. This is why nobody likes you. You got to get a new one. Your your awesome striker is twenty four or however old he is. And you're like, nah, nah, dude. Nah, I get that. But I'll tell you what, another thing. Phil Foden with that catch, turn, and shoot. Oh, what phenomenal. a legend! Phenomenal. Yeah, but then they didn't kick on. Uh, no, no, no. See, that's where I th- I disagree. They did. They held. They held the ball. They had the significant amount of chances. By the way, we didn't talk about this. Um, who had the chance at the end for West 
West Ham and tried to chip Ederson. I don't remember. It was he got he was like it was one of those where like everybody stopped because we thought you were offside and he just kept going and Ederson came out on a loose ball and he tried to chip him and it just didn't work out for him. I don't rem- I don't know the point in my, that was the point in my day where my feed on my Reddit stream chopped up a little bit so I saw him go I saw Ederson go fucking come flying out and then I didn't see anything. <laughs> I don't I, I don't like, even I don't remember that I mean I know that there were some there's always, with, with City there's always guys baking through because they play such a high line but sure you know the thing I just watched the whole game uh, that I noticed and didn't really notice before and if you know about City was Fernandinho the, City used to be able to defend so well that they would play four one four one basically one striker the four midfielders and then only one holder and it was Fernandinho and he could handle it Rodri can't handle it and what happens is his guys just run past him and he doesn't even get to foul them like Fernandinho would foul people so that they would get fouled and they would stop the play with Rodri they just run past him he's just not athletic enough right it's these weird non-athletic high technical skill players that City has Garcia in defense Gundogan Rodri they're not fast so guys just run right past him so you're looking at like the guys I think about are like Conte, Adrisa Gay, uh, uh, the guy who went to PSG. These like holding midfielders. They, they for some reason these guys they're they're usually super athletic, always strangely African. I don't they don't have to be African. These guys just happen to be African, and they just run and kick the shit out of people and let you play. And City just don't have that right now because is is that the answer right the, to like what the table looks like right now? Is it just FIFA 21? Is it just speed, speed, speed all the time? I don't know. I mean, I it's, cl- it's, cl- it's cl- it, I think that's true often in many sports, right? The teams that are yeah. fast. Like, no team is ever bad. And, oh, they're just fast. Okay. <laughs> it's never a bad team that, oh, man, all they are is fast. It always okay. is a good team. Yeah, yeah. Basically, if Kyle Walker did not play for City, we would give up goals. You know, you've been saying that a lot, and... uh I, I watched that game and he had that like that that makeup speed and he just erased something twice. Erased. And I went for the first time, not the first time, but well, the first time in a long time since we sold him. I was like, Fuck, I kind of missed that guy. Like, <laughs> yes, that dude's good. He's awesome <laughs> because he has to. He almost awesome. he almost has to play a free role as the stopper. Yeah. So he'll be on his side, but he'll run across the field if if the break is on that side. Mm-hmm. Right. So City's first line is to foul people and stop them. The second line is make sure Kyle Walker runs past him. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I could talk about City all day. We could. Uh, but we, because, real quick, before we go, we've got a yeah. huge – so I, last week I was completely sleeping on Champions League. We oh, got yeah? A bi- I, I didn't see – I didn't even know that it was like a Champions League week, and then we talked – we did the pod, and I was like, oh, fuck, I missed that. But there's another one. <laughs> there's another one this week. But it's, yeah. it's one of the two biggest games – in any sport in the year. And this is saying something because we had El Clasico last weekend. Right, it's again. Cristiano Ronaldo versus Leo Messi again. Juve yeah. versus Barca. Wednesday They're, at 4 p.m. They are it's both reduced. They are both reduced. Uh, Cristiano cut his man bun. Very important. <sighs> and he's coming off COVID. Whether he had any symptoms or not, he's still, his Instagram feed is fucking gay porn. He's the most handsome man who's ever lived. It's incredible. Yeah, and he's got abs on his abs, so I'm not really yeah, worried he, about his I, cardiovascular fitness. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, and Messi has not scored in the Liga or has not, has not been, he's checked out. I mean, this is like 
You want to talk about a guy who's checked out. He basically said to his boss, I don't want to work here. I said that I was going to leave. My contract said I could leave. And on a technicality, you guys are keeping me here. It's no wonder everybody wants to leave. But I'll stay because I've been here since I was 10 years old. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, that, and he was like, City would have bought me. PSG would have bought me. But then FIFA would have came after their ass again. So they decided it probably wasn't worth it. And I was giving, I was catching shit from you guys. So half a little bit of this, half a little bit of that. I guess yeah. I'll fucking stay again. We're doing a great job of pumping up this matchup, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> but no, well, I think. People are working. We're losers. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like it's four o'clock. You could take a an early one. You know, yeah. I think it's for all the Champions League um, uh, matchups this year. I watched the draw and I was like, "There's not a lot of cool." No, matchups. this one's good. We had United PSG. That that group is going to be a knife fight the whole way through. You good. United have to turn around and play Leipzig, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so they think there's three good games, right? You got Dortmund and Zenit St. Petersburg from Russia. Um, that's going to be a fun one. And my so, yeah, sleeper, but, I think, but sleeper, I think all the what's that? My sleeper game is Atalanta Ajax. That's gonna be oh, good. well, if you like goals, <laughs> if you like goals, Ajax scored 13 last year and Atalanta scored last like week. three a game. <laughs> Not last year, they scored, I think, like 96 goals or some shit yeah, like that. They're yeah. really good now. So that's the game is, you want if you yeah. want to just do a shot every time they score, you'll be in the hospital. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's the, the three, right? But I mean, all the, all the media coverage is going to be on Juve Barca and, and I for good reason, but. We're, yeah. I'm curious because Barca, Barca just got their dick knocked in the dirt by Real Madrid, right? They end up winning like 4-1, to one, I think, 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three. So, and, and obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo of Real Madrid fame. And uh, I wonder if that's going to be like a storyline in the game where, where like Cristiano's like, hey, uh, how'd you do last weekend? You know, <laughs> just to twist his nipples a little bit. Because as much as Messi still doesn't want to be there and all that and all that drama bullshit that's going on, he fucking hates not being definitively better than Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Like, yeah, there's no, he's yeah, he, he's driven by something for sure. Right. So he's got that again, right? When Ronaldo, oh, left, he's gonna push. Yeah. Right. When Ronaldo left, Messi got worse comparatively, right? Because it, it was it was the you know the Batman and Joker sort of uh, rivalry. He didn't, he didn't get worse. I didn't think. I mean, last year he was still incredible. He's no, he, his, yeah. his role is changing, right? Like sure. instead of thirty five and ten, he was. 22 and 15 for goals and assists sure. which for a normal human being is oh, still a career season that it would make you make your team go insane but for messi it's just the 10th season in a row that he's done that. right he's right, right. So, and it's less so, he's, yeah. he's so good he's so much better than anyone ever that when he has a 20 goal season you're just like oh i guess he's yes worse. but the difference is is that <laughs> It's almost like it reminds me, and not in the same way because these guys were on the same team, but like the Manuel and Maris year of 60, 60. Sure, sure. They like, push each other. Right? So, they, yeah, they push each other all the way through, both so from a team perspective and from an individual. So now they're in the same Champions League group. They play each other twice. Oh, they're going to fight. Yeah, they're going to push. So this but- is going to be – that's why I, even if they're old, they're, they're a little bit older and they're a little bit disheveled and a little bit coveted, I'm in. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, all in on yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's lying in wintertime, right? It's, yeah. it's the old – it's the old fighters going one more time. It's just yeah. like, it's getting near the end. Like and when they go, I mean, this is for a whole nother pot. When they go, there's no replacement. It, there's nobody like those two. No, it's not like now that I've been watching soccer for a long time and I kind of rose up with in their era. Now I'm just like, Oh, this does not happen. No, this is no, weird. No, no. Yeah. These two dudes are weirdos. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you t- people talk about all time greats. They have three seasons. 
where they scored 25 goals. Mm-hmm. Maybe four, right? And then they're like, oh, he's declining. Messi and Ronaldo are consistent. 15 years, 25 goals. Unheard of, never done. Don't ever fucking tell me about Maradona. I, I can't. I can't with the fucking Maradona <laughs> shit. It's bullshit. He was on drugs. He was on coke. He had two good seasons and a World Does that Cup. Not make him Shut better, though? the fuck up. It's a lie. It's bullshit. Right. It's just like yeah. you didn't. He wasn't on TV, so we have one moment that everyone just watches. Like, oh, I'm like, dude, yeah. we've seen every single game Messi's ever played. <laughs> Fired up! All right, let's go on that. I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah, let's get out of here. Watch Barcelona versus Juve Wednesday at four. We will talk to. We'll talk about it on Thursday, and we will look ahead to the Premier League weekend. Which who fucking knows? We'll figure it out by then. <laughs> that was. The Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. This was a crap football, crap pundit production. We will return on Mondays and Thursdays for the Premier League season. We will talk about soccer and other things that interest us. Mike is crazy. Laurent is insane. That's why it works. <laughs>